0: Here's the Fangirls on Jackalope Radio.
1: Hi everybody and welcome to the um, episode of Fangirl Radio for the year 2011. Uh, I am your host, Jessica Dwyer, and with me as always is the lovely Rachel Moore.
2: Good evening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the ghost in the house is Amanda, and uh, you can't hear her, but she's here watching us. <laughs> and, like um, Santa Claus. Exactly speaking of um, but uh, so with this uh, the year of uh, 2011 coming to a close, we are doing two special episodes um, and this for the uh, last two weeks of the year and uh, this episode tonight is going to be <laughs> the worst of 2011 and next week will be the best of because we want to end the year on a positive note um and rachel and i have picked some uh categories and picked our worst of the year uh in each of them and um we're probably i, I know i'm going to have a few uh hateful reactions to what i'm going to be saying the <laughs> of the year i already know this for fact um I'm, I don't know. I don't have any idea what Rachel's going to say, but I'm I I do have some idea, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have some wonderful debate and love going <laughs> on. <laughs> so I think I'm going to let Rachel pick her first category and her her first worst of. And um, as always, we've we've put the number out there for you all to call in if you want to call in. We'd love for you to call in. Um, uh, and next week when we're doing the best of. Please do. We, we'd love to hear from you. And um, just one real quick reminder, we still have tons and tons of goodies to give away. I haven't gotten anybody, um, e- no one has emailed me yet, for a free DVD. So come on. I'm not kidding. I'll give you a free DVD, free goodies, all kinds of cool stuff. All you have to do is shoot me your address. So Jessica at FangirlMag.com. And now on to the hatin'.
2: Well, probably because it is the thing that makes me, it just brings up this horrible, ugly ire within me every time I see it or flick past it, is the worst sitcom of the year, which I have to give to Whitney. I am sorry, because Whitney, she is an amazing stand-up comedian. She does a lot of things based off of gender stereotypes that are very funny when she does her stand-up. But the show is so cloying and so unironic in its delivery of those things. It is so beneath her as a woman, as a comedian, a writer, and an entertainer. Um, I know so many dudes who watch it because she's hot. And I guess there's this idea that she's really slutty, too, which I think is really funny if you've seen her stand-up. But um, it's just the worst piece of crap. To, and the fact that it's it's going on we're in communities in danger just makes me want uh, I, to it's spit razors. I, I,
1: I just have to say that every time... I, I've never watched the show. All I know is that every time that that ad would come up at the movie theater for her, I wanted to um, like jab my
2: own eyes out with a fork. She's like a skinny, not-feminist Roseanne Barr in the show. I mean, it's just she's just loud and shrill and i mean i'm a nasal girl but she puts me to to shame sometimes oh no, no it was horrible it was, it's it was a letdown it was um, i would rather watch hot in cleveland that's how much i hate that show <laughs> so, whitney, whitney you have my worst sitcom of 2011
1: oh um well if we're going to stay on the on the um, subject of television um. um guess what i'm going to say Hmm, Jessica has no clue what. Oh yeah, no. Um, I I am sticking to my guns on Terra Nova. Ah, um, hey. t- all good, <laughs> all good. No, no Terra Nova. You you are uh, as far as I can tell right now is on the bubble, um, and I I'm kind of proud of the fact that I picked out all of these issues with this show from the get-go, and TV Guide um, did a should and or should not list of why it should or should not be renewed, and every single thing I pointed out, they pointed out. Um, I have to tell you, out.
2: I had somebody over the other night, and we were playing a game, and my husband watches Terra Nova with this desperation of dying for some sci-fi on TV, and it, it barely scratches the itch, but it's something, you know, and he's watching it and a line was delivered. How can that be? Or something like that. Just something over the he top. He is the horrible. To, She started to laugh hysterically. She's like, are you guys watching MST3K or something? She thought it was a spoof movie. Oh and no, I, it's, it's so horrible. And I think you know this passes for sci-fi television right now.
1: Well, what's so horrible about it is they've given, I think at this point, Fox has given this show Which I know it has to be more Expensive to produce than Firefly Was more <laughs> episodes Than Firefly And yeah. more of a chance Yeah And I have, I'm taking my Fuck you Fox I can say that because we're <laughs> on Savage Saturdays Fuck you Fox <laughs> For they doing this Because this show Is horrible and you've put the most cookie cutter family they're all whiny little bitches <laughs> and the one guy that you've got in it you're wasting that's a good actor yeah i agree and and, and, they, and what they're doing and even and i love the fact that like i said tv guide said this they at one point at comic con i guess they said that there was going to be at least one dinosaur per show oh yeah, what they didn't yeah. mention was the fact that they would be in the background or just a periphery thing. And that this was basically going to be Lost meets uh, Everwood. Right. Right. And, and I'm sorry, but that's crap. That's not good sci-fi. And you have given more of a chance to this crappy show than you did to something brilliant. Which was like Firefly or even Brimstone any of these shows that were inventive or different, you've given to this trite cookie cutter of a show that's not good sci-fi and is poop. It's really <laughs> poop. And, and it makes me angry if you can't tell. So, that's my choice for the worst TV show right now. And like you said, shows like Community are, are desperate and not getting any play, but shows like Terra Nova are still on. Um, and it's just not fair.
2: Uh, it's, yeah, it, it really isn't. And speaking of shows that um, aren't fair, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the controversial one. Even though you and I are going to end up agreeing on this, even though we have different starting points. I loved the first season of Glee. I loved <laughs> it. Second season of Glee completely jumped the shark we can all agree that the worst episode ever was the rocky horror picture show this season (laughs) this season they acted like they were going to go back to what made them great and focus on you know the funny side of the plot lines they pulled back from all the pop culture songs and went back to broadway they they really came out strong and then they completely and utterly pandered and denigrated everything that was good about the show It, it just just this Christmas episode is unforgivable. Unforgivable. Well, so all worst, I. Worst waste of a comeback in a TV show this year, glee. Uh, I, I have to say. And the fact that they wasted their comeback this season.
1: Well, I have to say that I've never watched. I've tried. I tried to watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show episode, and I made it 20 seconds. And. And I turned it off, and I'm like, "Okay, that was your chance. If you couldn't win me with doing something, you're supposed to be about musical theater in high school, and you're doing a Rocky Horror episode. You that's you know you're not going to be able to get me better than that. And what the hell was it?
2: It really was one of the worst episodes. But you know that was last season, and last season was so completely, you know, ridiculous overall. But you have a chance, and the worst episode. Well, the, the place where I think the worst episodes really started this season was they had um, their closeted lesbian character um, get outed forcibly recently. And I'm not going to say spoiler because if you've been on the Internet in the last, you know, minute, you probably read about <laughs> But Santana finally gets outed. and Her, her name's Santana? Yeah, Santana. She, uh, she gets outed. And she's my favorite character. And she goes to tell her abuela that she's gay because it, she gets outed very publicly on national TV which is a whole nother thing well so she goes to tell her abuela and her abuela totally in this totally kicks her out of the house says you know really you've shamed the family and um, but they all sing songs written by women and dance around and she sings I Kiss a Girl and all of a sudden her problems are fine
1: oh my god <laughs> Nothing's wrong.
2: There's no deep hurt from the rejection of her family. It's, it's the power of Katy Perry. It really is. And so, <laughs> and they packed up the chance to have um, uh, Chris Colfer sing Katy Lang because he has that great, wonderful girl voice that I love. But so, I think for such a cult following, um, and that's the reason I bring it up because I know it's not something normally, but it has such kind of a weird cult following um, that I have to bring up that they really had a chance to to bring it back this year and didn't. So, see Fox is not winning.
1: Yeah, not winning at all, you know? Um speaking of cults and and things that need to go away. Um I had to I I made up a category called phenomenon. Um, <laughs> phenomena that is going on right now that needs to not and uh there was uh oh, yeah there this this needs to end and i'm really really <laughs> sick of it is the kardashians <laughs> they they need to stop they need to go away now and not ever taint my computer or my television again I am sick of looking at them. I'm sick of hearing about their poor little rich girl lives. And I'm sick of them getting more money than God for getting married and just being whores. (laughs) And, um, I'm tired of it. I mean, that's what they're famous for. That's, that's it. And, um, I'm not being mean. No, that's what they were known for really was sleeping around every guy in, in football or Hollywood or whatever. And, um... I don't understand this. I don't understand the fascination with them. They're annoying. They're right up there on the level of the Housewives of Orange County, the Housewives of Atlanta, which I can't get away from either. They're everywhere. Thank you, TLC, or whatever the hell you're showing now. Um, but it's, it needs to stop. I mean, I, I literally... I shouldn't know that Kim or insert Kardashian's sister here got paid this much money above something like say the war in Iraq is over on the news headlines and that's what happened when her oh so wonderful marriage that we knew was so real and true you know is up there on Yahoo's front page plastered everywhere or anywhere you go it needs to stop why are they popular? why are they famous? what do they do? I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm not alone in this feeling. I, I've talked to other people, and they agree. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull I a do name out. I have
2: friends, out. and they don't like it either. I,
1: I, I'm going to pull a name out here and, and say, you know, someone like Jeffrey Combs, who is an amazing actor and is, creates wonderful things and has talent. When something that he is making, like, say, Nevermore, can't get picked up for an off-Broadway production because no one wants to finance it or what have you because they don't know who he is or whatever, but the Kardashians are, are on what season now Okay. and get paid lots of money to be on TV and be annoying? Tell me how this is fair. In this world. I'm it's, done. It- <laughs>
2: that's all I have to say about that. No, mm. I, I I, think that's the thing is that there's always been celebrities and there's always been people famous for just being famous. But they have never had the ubiquity just because we haven't had the media ubiquity that we have now. And it is. It's it's exhausting. It's exhausting. But um, speaking of things that can't get financed, worst remake of the year, Jess?
1: Oh boy. You're asking a Oh, you know that kind of crosses over into to something I created, but it's not really a remake, it's more of a sequel. So, um, worst remake of the year. Oh. Oh. Man. Um, see, I didn't know I only saw maybe one or two. Um, mm-hmm. and I loved Fright Night, so that can't be mentioned. Um, <laughs> because it <laughs> was funny. actually good. It was actually yeah. good. I would say most unnecessary. One of them would definitely be Footloose. Yeah, there was no need for Footloose to be remade at all, especially with the Edward Cullen hair added. Um, wow, I don't know what what do you think, Rachel?
2: You know, I would I would say, and I have to say that I I'm saying this from bits and pieces because I refuse to sit down and watch it. Is I I have to say Footloose just because. It, Uh, No, I I take that back. I'm going to say Dirty Dancing because... Did they remake that? Did that get released? I don't know if it's been released yet. Let me take a look. But the thing is, and (laughs) see, there are some that are so bad that I will not see because it's a principle. And for me, whether they've made it or not, Dirty Dancing is a movie that does not need to be remade. And Footloose... Footloose, you can remake all you want because it wasn't that great of a movie to begin with. We always, we always remember it as being really great, you know, but it, it isn't. It's, you know, how you felt, (laughs) but you can remake that to your heart's content, but Dirty Dancing is still relevant and still a good movie. So I, I think that's up Well, and
1: the thing, the thing with, okay, the thing with Footloose is, um, you're, you're, slightly younger than i am and footloose was one of those films that you know it was great because it was the 80s it was had good music from the 80s right and and this remake they they redid the the theme song and didn't give a penny to kenny loggins right i found out
2: i think thing is actually coming out in 2013 but that that and um the remake of uh American Psycho that they've announced is kind of my Oh, God.
1: Work. Oh, God, no. And I know I mean, they're not out Alice, yet, and it's
2: retrospective, but they've announced it this
1: year, and it's just well, enough. Well, Brett Easton Ellis is supporting it. Now, my thing is, if they get Miles Fisher to play him, that's fine, but now they're wanting to set it modern day. They're talking and, about a Disick, who's a Kardashian. Uh, you know, that's probably what's going to happen, and it'll just make me want to kill myself. I mean they're probably going to do something like that and I they no we don't need to give them any more props like the same that's the same same thing with the the anger that came out of me with the three stooges trailer yeah why do they have the jersey shore assholes in this
2: yeah yeah you know and you know, but I'm I think just the, the bad remakes there's so many to either released or announced <laughs> this year that just why? well
1: I well you know I, I I went and looked it up um, just for shits and giggles on what's all coming out and you there's nothing there's really nothing new coming out
2: right you know it's
1: all redone stuff and there's talks
2: to make a new Jurassic park <laughs> you know to remake Jurassic- that Steven Spielberg's gonna remake his own movie because because that's <laughs> where the studios want to put money. But well, I what find with to... just horribly. The
1: no, well, no. And I, what I found funny, you know, you bring this up is like they were talking about how, you know, not how surprising this this last weekend of um, uh, movie releases was in terms of, of money coming in. Like Sherlock Holmes didn't make much money. Well, if you go look at what all came out, it was either a sequel or a remake that came out last weekend. It was like yeah. the al- God help us! Another Chipmunks movie, um, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, and Mission Impossible Four. You know, and the, none of those were anything but they were all sequels. Yeah. And so people want new stuff, and they're or not getting it.
2: Girl with a dragon tattoo, which is a is it's coming a out, is the remake. You know, Tintin um, is a you know.
1: That's a new one. That's not yeah, that's
2: but it's it's off of a book, you know. And there was a right, there was but, the series. Yeah. Um. But um
1: it's it's like you know, go see Mission Impossible Four. Don't let me dissuade you from that because right. it's actually very good. Um and so is uh Sherlock uh, Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. But they're not new. Right. And so it's and, and but at least they're not remakes. They're sequels. But yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous. And I've got to say, um, this kind of leads me into, um, into a category I know Rachel has one for. Her, um, and she kind of inspired this. But mine, I'm sure, won't be the one she picks. <laughs> that is, worst movie I avoided due to the trailer. <laughs> 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 and this is one that I'm sure is not a surprise to a lot of people. And that is Hellraiser Revelation which Clive Barker himself said it didn't even come out of my bunghole (laughs) you know Um, like he does (laughs) and uh, and this this leads me to something that I really get pissed off about which is the you know basically shitting all over something that's amazing and wonderful Um, like Hellraiser which has been the case... It, they, they really went out of their way with this one, though. Um, the I believe it is the Weinstein Company owns it, owns the rights. They've been releasing progressively worse and worse direct DVD films based on the series. Now, what the good part of the, those films, the best part of those films, was the fact that Doug Bradley still played Pinhead. And Doug Bradley makes everything better. But... They decided not to have Doug Bradley in Hellraiser Revelations. And I doubt with how horrible it looked, he'd even do it. Um, That movie is like... Basically, it looks like someone took a video camera and made their own fan... I've seen better fan-made films. um, Lots better versions of Pinhead than what they did with this. And I happened to look around and find out why the hell this was made um and it really was just a uh, i guess the rights to Hellraiser were um in hand by the Weinstein company only in ca- you know they had to make this movie to keep the rights and so they shelled out like less than how it looks like it could have been made on $50 of a budget um and that's why this was made it was to keep the rights with them. So they wouldn't go out to the world. I, and I could be wrong about that. That's something I read somewhere. And um, online. But I. After you see the trailer. Because God please don't watch the film. Because it looks horrible. And I've heard from people that have seen it. That it's the worst shit they've ever seen. Um, that, that That's the case. So it was just a really cheap attempt. To keep the rights in hand. And um, yeah. uh. It's, it looks like trash. It, it, the guy doesn't even... I don't even know what the guy looks like. He, he, he does not look like Pinhead. I can't even do justice to what he looks like. He looks like a joke. <laughs> and um, it basically looks like they took the plot of Paranormal Activity. Where you videotape all this crap. And it takes place in a house. It looks like your neighbor's house. It looks like they just went to some guy's house in Burbank. And filmed this over a day.
0: <laughs> and,
1: hmm. and that's it. So that was my pick for worst movie I avoided just because I saw the trailer. Hellraiser <laughs> Revelations. <laughs>
2: that's awesome. <laughs> I think um, I was going to say Friends with Benefits, but I think that goes without saying. Well, so, wait.
1: Do so you I mean, mean that say, or, or No Strings Attached or whatever the hell that same, other one was. Same difference. Um, uh, same so,
2: movie. Yeah, yeah. So either one of those. But I'm going to have to say the one that I, I feel like I really dodged a bullet on was In Time. Because it had just enough of people that I was interested in as actors to think, oh, it might be a, a really you know smart action movie. It had um, Justin Timberlake, Amanda Seyfried, the kind of vehicle for them. But there was just something in the trailer that it was too sterile and humorless and not it took itself way too seriously in the trailer and so i thought well i'll wait till everybody else sees it and then if they tell me no you're you're wrong you're an idiot i'll go watch it and everybody that went to see it said you will not believe what they did and they told me the same six things over and over and so from the from the trailer best movie i did not see of this year is in time so what are the same six things that they said uh this
1: because I still haven't seen it yet either.
2: Uh, well, apparently, and this is you know, third. And third. it's got you forgot uh, Killian Murphy's in it. Yeah, Killian Murphy's in it. It has a great cast, but apparently, um, if they felt like maybe it was over edited, that there may have been more of a story, or maybe there wasn't, but it just gave that impression that that it was kind of dumbed down. And the premise—if I'm—I'm going to give spoilers just because. Spoiler I don't alert. I don't think you can spoil this movie except for by seeing it. So the premise is that um, it's a society where you can only live until 25, and then if you're rich enough, you can buy more time. Everybody's somehow been genetically altered. I wasn't clear on that from what they said. But you can only live to you 25 unless you buy more time. So they set out to steal time, to be like Robin Hoods of time, to steal from the the rich and give to the poor all this time and they pull off this crazy heist against Killian Murphy and at the end they've forgotten to save time for themselves. So they're both about to die and arguing over who's going to get the last 10 minutes of time or whatever. <laughs> so this is how it was explained to me. And they That's the end of the movie. <laughs> apparently it's you know and and the the different people who've seen it have told me, you know, even that could have been done well, but there was no reason other than they really just didn't think, well, we'll need some of this time to be able to keep doing this <laughs> oh, yeah. well and then the, you
1: know, and then there was the whole Harlan Ellison thing uh, yeah which which came
2: into play and and I, I guess if that's why it seems over-edited, is they have to seriously change some stuff
1: well, and that's when you said that that's when I'm like, ah. Well, that would explain why they would edit the hell out of it to change out what was in his story.
2: Yeah. So I, I just think that um, there was a there was a lot of potential in that movie that was missed. So, you know, from from movies that I have confirmation, were not all that. That's the one I missed.
1: Yeah I, I i was I was really looking forward to that movie, and then, like you said, people started saying it was bad, and I'm like, really. Really, yeah. and then it kept going and going. I'm like, and then finally, other things showed up at, at, at the theater, and I'm like, I forgot about it because <laughs> it, it, what was funny was it subtly, slowly slipped away, like the studio stopped backing it, mm-hmm. yeah, and and gave up on it,
2: that, and that was kind of what happened. You saw the trailers for six months beforehand, and then when it came out, oh, that's out.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It kind of snuck in, like they were trying to sneak it in there, probably due to the whole. Carlin Ellison thing, and it was, it was, yeah. like, done. <coughs> it was weird. Um, okay, so I'm gonna have a random category here, um, and I'm gonna pick toys. And my pick for worst toy, and this is kind of a tricky one, but I had to bring this up, because I'm not the only one that was like, do what? With this. And that is, um, McFarlane Toys released a set of Walking Dead comic book figures, um, and they came out like a couple a few months ago. They're beautifully done. They're not very big. They're they're um, probably about this the height of a GI Joe and a half, and they're also seventeen dollars a piece. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I I was looking at uh-huh. these and, and thinking, hmm, oh, yeah, hey, God, hey, look, they got Michonne and they got Rick, and he comes with all these guns, and she comes with all this stuff, and they're really cool because they, they like, the zombies split in half and things like that, and they're just beautifully done, and I was all happy, excited at Toys R Us, going to go up and buy it, and then it rang up for $18. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, huh, no. For $18, I'd better be getting something the size of, oh, I don't know, a Barbie doll for this. I mean, they there's no way that these are worth 18 bucks a pop. And sadly, I know there's people out there buying them for that. Um, because, you know, they're huge. Walking Dead is huge right now. And these look just like the comic book characters come to uh-huh. life. I mean, they're really well done. But for God's sake, $18. I'm sorry. I, I That is a week's worth of lunch.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. 8
1: bucks. I would have done $8 for it, but not 18 And And that's part of the problem right now. I, I know the economy is hitting everybody hard, but you that's that's some balls to ask for almost twenty dollars for a figure that is like le- that's barely bigger than a gi joe
2: yeah and it's not like you have to import them from england it's not like doctor who stuff or you know other things with well, a scarcity the imported, issue
1: yeah even the imported doctor who stuff isn't even eighteen dollars a figure no.
2: they're,
1: they're like twelve and and they're the same size as as those figures yeah. You know, that, and, and it just, to me, that's just being greedy. Right. I understand you've got all, you know, it's still the same block of plastic that you're having to cut it out of, you know, and, yeah. and it, that doesn't change. So I, 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 I understand the, you know, the economy is hard, but you're not going to sit there and charge me 18 bucks for a figure that's smaller than, say, I don't know. Let's see. There's some uh, really beautifully done Munsters doll- figures out there now. Mm-hmm. I think these are smaller than those. And the Munsters figures are um, are super detailed. They come with entire sets with them. Um, so, yeah. I, I'm i sorry, but it, it, in terms of quality, they're not the worst. But in terms of pricing and gouging my wallet, I'm going to have to go with the Walking Dead comic series figures.
2: Yeah, I I I think Scarlet
1: boys, but I can't afford almost twenty dollars for that.
2: Yeah, that's ridiculous. I think for mine, mine hasn't been released yet, but I am outraged. (laughs) Boy, you're you're online too much. But um, Lego was something that I just grew up with. I (laughs) I know where
0: this is going. (laughs) You
2: know where this is going. Lego (laughs) announced that they're um in actually in January. They, they are not doing it for Christmas, but in January, they're going to have this new line called Friends. And it has more Barbie-like Lego people for girls that have breasts and are pink and in skirts and changeable hairdos and hairstyles. Because <laughs> that's what Lego's all about. And um, my favorite my favorite piece of commentary on this is somebody online said, there already was Lego for girls. It was called Lego. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know it's true i don't understand the need to like sexualize and gender stereotype everything it's like what there were girl legos there are i mean it's never been girl or boy they're just legos they're building blocks and the little people are incidental to that you know (laughs) you
1: know you know what it doesn't matter because playmobil kicks legos
2: ass that's all i'm gonna say you know, I found out horrible things about Playmobil and LEGO recently, and so I'm kind of rethinking my allegiance. But um, Playmobil is pretty awesome. And, you know, they managed to have all sorts of different kinds of people represented in their little play sets without making a separate girl set or a separate boy set, and that's the beauty. It's the beauty of both of them.
1: Yeah, the, the, okay, the cool thing about Playmobil, they had... um like I, I I just I don't know why, but I love I love Playmobil because they're just so randomly normal things that you can get. And they had um, they had this one little set that came with a, a bike, you know, like a BMX thing and and all the goodies. Well, they had a boy one and a girl one, and they both came with the exact pretty much the exact same ex- accessories. They yeah. just colored different. One was a girl, one was a boy. That right. was it. And they both came with a BMX bike.
2: Yeah. Well, I think what my problem, and this is kind of one of the worst things I've seen this year, is uh, because of the work I do. I was speaking with somebody, and who owns a toy store, and they were telling me how small retailers were very upset because these toy stores, um, to get the Harry Potter Lego sets, they had to the toy store pre-ordered them. They weren't; a, it's a non-cancelable order, so if they didn't turn out to be as popular, they were stuck with them. All this, you know, it's becoming fairly standard for big companies to do stuff like that. So all the little mom and pop toy stores got these. Harry Potter signed these big things. They couldn't release them. Um, non-cancelable orders for them. And then a week early, Lego released it online at a cheaper rate. So oh. people ordered them right from Lego. Which moves me to, that is not the worst marketing move. The worst marketing move of 2011. One word. Netflix.
1: Ah.
2: Uh, yeah. They're filling that
1: too. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean. They were top dogs. And they managed to alienate their whole fan base. Two or three times. The they could, yeah. They couldn't have planned above. better.
1: To, to really screw that up. With what they did. No. That's. That's like a textbook way to destroy your entire company.
2: It's. It's. <sighs> It's rough, and I don't think we need to say more about that. But I couldn't not bring that up in our world. No. Of
1: it. no um, uh, I'm trying to think of where I should go with this, um, the next one to pick. Um, I think I'm going to go with um, Why God Why. This was my category. <laughs> I, 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 And this is going to be a little tirade. This is Jessica's tirade night, if you haven't noticed. But this is one that I feel really strongly about. And that's probably going to alienate or piss off, at least slightly, a lot of my horror fan friends. Um, but... I have to, I've, talk, I, I've talked to some of the old school guys. I've, I've talked to people about this, the filmmakers and people that, that um, know their stuff. And they're also horrified and disgusted by it, by this trend. But especially this specific film franchise. And that is the Human Centipede. <laughs> um, and Human Centipede 2 especially, I refuse to see it. And I, um... After reading the entire synopsis that goes into detail of what happens in this film, I am horrified that this has been released. And I'm horrified by what this guy has done to my genre. Because people lump this into horror. And it's not horror. It's It's just flat out fucking disgusting. I'm just going to do this stuff to, um do it, basically. And especially Human human Centipede 2. The Human Centipede 1, it wasn't, um, from what I've gathered and what I've seen, it wasn't as visually disturbing as the second film. It's like he's going out of his way just to do this, and to me, that's not good filmmaking. That's just being a sick fuck. (laughs) And um, so, with the first film, he was trying to be, you know, somewhat... You know, this is the horror. This is horror for people. I'm like, yeah, it's torture porn, but whatever. Okay, whatever. Oh, boy. Yay. Shit in your mouth. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> but uh, the second one, it's almost like he wanted to... I don't know what he was trying to do. It, it, the, the second film, it, I'm going to try and describe what it's about and what, what I've read that it, it does. The... And I know people are going to be like, "Yeah, I haven't seen it." Well, no, I'm not going to fucking
2: watch this. This is gross. So this, this is, the is... Bad, this is the worst one that you, you you passed up just because you saw the first one. No,
1: th- th- this is just like what? what and just reading what th- 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 happens in this film, I don't understand the appeal. I don't see how fans would like it because it basically is about a fan. Who is such a sick bastard. And he gets off on the movie. They have a scene of him like... And I'm not making this shit up. This is what is in the movie. He masturbates with sandpaper while he watches the film. Because he's getting off on these people. Shitting in each other's mouths. Uh, there's a baby's head that, okay, that... There's a baby's head that gets smashed. It's just all kinds. It's just like just flat out. Just Gross. Over the top to be over the top, to go out of your way to make a person vomit, film, and and uh, the fact that he's written this about a fan of the first one is supposedly like all meta and oh look I'm going to be self-referential and uh, at the same time I'm going to say my fans are all sick fuckers, and they're they're like yay we're sick fuckers, you know that's that's what this is and. Um I just I it, okay it makes me pissed that people see this and think this is horror because it's not. That's not horror. This is not even
2: exploitation. It's, it's, it's truly it, horrific, which is not the point of most horror movies. Well, and the fact that
1: he, yeah, and the fact that he's going to make a third one He's making it in the States, and he's like, this is going to be even more over the top. I'm like, well, what the hell are you going to do? Actually kill someone? Well,
2: people is this going to be a People are film? watching them. I mean, it's like the Kardashians. I will, I, yes, I just can com- compare the Kardashians to Human Centipede. I, I, I almost The did. same thing is that they're every, people are watching them. And as much as you have to say, you know, I, I've heard people say, I have to watch it. You know, it's so bad. I have to watch it. I'm like, no, you don't. There are so many things out there that are worth supporting and that are really, truly amazing pieces of art that are falling to the wayside, not getting support, because people go out to see the crap. And they don't care whether you like it or whether you diss on it. You paid to see it.
1: Yeah, and, and so you're the reason this is getting made. Now, you, I know that a lot of people out there like it. I know there are a lot of horror fans that say they love Human Centipede. I can't wait to see this. But, you know, it's... Where is the art? You know, yeah. uh, the Exorcist. There's
0: horror for
1: you, okay? Jaws. There's horror. That's that's stuff that psychological gets in your head. It's spiritual horror. It it's the kind of stuff that that you know makes you scared. This just makes me angry and
2: it can makes you worried for humanity instead of i'm scared that oh, I'm this is out <laughs> like, yeah
1: that, that this is being supported i and to me this isn't this isn't a horror movie this isn't scary this is just disgusting and wrong on levels that i'll never understand um and you can disagree with me all you want that's fine that's your right this is just my my opportunity to say how i feel about it and to me this isn't horror this is just gross and and it's it it just makes me angry too that his statement is, horror fans are this way because, you know that's we have a hard enough road to hoe with how people perceive us as horror fans to to have this be out there and people going oh my god have you heard about this movie called this horror movie called Human Centipede two, they smash a baby's head in, or. He he cuts open. He puts this pregnant woman in, and makes a girl shit in her mouth. Oh my god! Thank you, dude, that made this movie. That I, Tom, I, I thank you for that because now you've put us back, however many years to where people think that we're all freaks, and oh, that yeah. we're the we're the vampire cult p- kids in Florida that killed a couple. You know that that's the that's the perception and I that's would rather watch
2: Twilight than Human Centipede. And I have no shame in saying that at all. Like, I am I you know
0: I'll watch neither. I'll
2: watch I'll watch Kristen Stewart make her little fart faces and, and cute boys take their shirt off. I'll do that. I'll, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> because I tell you
1: what. Even oh. even if, if even if it's shit acting on her part, she's not eating shit. So that's always a plus. <laughs> so
0: I can't move you uh, up there
1: i i did but okay i i we are we're getting close to where we have to wrap up so i think we have like 10 minutes left so rachel
2: it's the ball's back in your court oh uh worst song of 2011 and i say this realizing that rebecca black released friday this year but that song is really so bad It's kind of, there's something about it. You know, we all, it's so much fun to make fun of. I can't say it's the worst song.
1: They got, they got uh, that song put um, uh, Stephen Colbert and. uh, Oh yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon and and all together on stage. And it was awesome. So I can't hold her. Yeah.
2: Um, And the truth is, you know, I just don't have it in me to make fun of a little kid. But uh, the thing, the thing that gets me this year. And as somebody who enjoys Lady Gaga, I have to say um, Born This Way came out and I thought, well, she's ripped off Madonna. At least she's li- ripped off something fun, you know. Can't blame her. Everybody does it. But I think for me, Judas was the worst song. Partially because I felt it was kind of lazy on her part. And I mean, it's it's the music video is gorgeous, just like all her music videos are. Carmen Reedus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Todd needs to be here to say, "Really, Jess? Really?" Um, Armand Ruedas. <laughs> but I feel like she did it, even though she says she didn't, to be edgy and to take off Catholic people and to ingratiate herself to her perceived fan base. And it really just kind of made me go, "Meh." And when you have so much build up to a release and so much, you better you better darn well deliver it. And for me Judas didn't do it. So as far as anticipation versus delivery, I'm gonna say Judas.
1: Well and I think that um I think really to her credit, I think this was her uh, this and, and uh was it it wasn't Fernando, what was the other one that she did? Uh I can't think of the name. It's the guy's name. Anyway. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, I think this was kind of her Madonna. You know, her. her like a prayer. Her, like a, this was her like a prayer. Yeah, and like
2: um, a prayer was a good song. What's <laughs> my problem. If you're going to be. If you're going to go out to make a point. To offend some people. To make a point. Or to make some art. That's fine. But like. Like I've looked through the lyrics like 80 billion times. I've listened to the song. I've watched it. there. I don't understand. I don't. And it doesn't have the impact. It doesn't have the emotion. I feel like it's kind of I, I just up. considered it like bubblegum pop. That was yeah. one of her bubblegum pop
1: songs. I mean, she's got some really good ones like Dancing in the Dark. Blah, if I can
2: talk. But I think um, the thing, pop music is that whether or not you admit you like it it, it, it lights up certain neurons in your brain. So I can hate a song, but I'll be singing it but with judas it's just it's meh but that's all i have to say on that one
1: well i i i'm going to end on um what i consider the worst film of the year um this was a hard one um i i it, it, i almost have to pick two i i almost have to pick two but i ha- i know i can only pick one there were so many um green hornet was really way up there Hannah was up there, which I know was like, people are like, what? Hannah? Hannah was good. No, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> there's reasons. I don't have time to go into them. Um, but I, I really there were so many things wrong with it, and I was gonna say Scream 4, you guys. I was gonna go with Scream 4. Um, personal reasons involved too, but um, there, you know, I have to pick Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch um, should not have been bad; it should not have sucked, but it did. And um, Zack Snyder had done two amazing films before that. Um, granted, they were not original material; they were um, done by other people that he took and made beautiful, even um, well brought it to life. It was already beautiful, but Sucker Punch was such a mess it had no reason to be as horrible as it was i felt no connection to any of those characters it was overly loud to the point of obnoxious um the the plot was just horrible the the ending was like uh, a big what um and i uh yeah, I, I I couldn't I have to say Sucker Punch was the biggest disappointment of the year to me. Um, closely almost edged out by Scream Four due to um just a horrible film. Um there were moments though that made me laugh and uh but Sucker Punch had more to lose to me than Scream Four did. Um and so I'm I I'm gonna have to go with Sucker Punch. Good music, but you know what? That's not what I came to see. I came to see a beautiful, awesome, badass flick, and what I got was the biggest convoluted mess of the year. Fair enough. So, um, and then, uh, Rachel, do you have anything to add to uh, to Worst Movie? What's your pick?
2: You know, I I tried something new this this year, and I just decided unless I really, really wanted to see it um, in the theater, I didn't go to the theater. So I, I literally probably saw only six Movies, maybe all year long in the theater, and they were very well picked. And so, most of the bad movies I've seen were last year's movies. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Season of the Witch, probably. There's oh, another- really? It, I enjoyed it because I like all those actors. It should have been better. You know what I mean? And I like know, no, it definitely should. I think I- it was, was I- that a PG movie? I don't know. But, you know, you have Ron Perlman, you have Nicolas Cage, and you have Robert Sheehan. Like you know, I just wanted it to be better. It wasn't, so it was the worst movie of this year that I actually saw. <laughs> and didn't just avoid like the plague. That's so, um, so yeah. But I, I have to add real quick before we wrap up.
1: Um, uh, I know we have like two minute. We have a two minute warning. Um, but this is a, my bonus. What the fuck uh, is uh, has to be for next year? Wrath of the Titans. Not only are they making a sequel to Clash of the Titans, which was just not good, um, but they've completely—and I—it may very well be the same company. I'm wanting to say it might be the same production company. It's the same plot as Immortals. It is the same exact plot, um, and I'm—I'm I'm shocked that it Immortals just came out and they've basically—they're—they're they're rehashing this whole Titans. We'll have, where were the Titans before in Clash of the Titans, but this is Wrath of the Titans so now we're bringing the whole family into play and it's the same exact plot the gods need help, they need their hero here he comes, it's the same exact plot of, as Immortals so it's kind of amazing, the only difference is you take out um, you, you take out a, a Whiplash and <laughs> you put in you put in the bad guy it's not, it's not the bad guy from Harry Potter it's, or whatever, it's Hades this time it's just I can't I can't get over it I'm just shocked and, and the only good thing in it is Liam Neeson I'm, I'm, I don't know I can't believe that their Wrath of the Titans is getting has been made period but yeah and it's the same movie as Immortals so there you go that's our, my WTF for next year already so with that
2: <laughs> well uh, goodbye all the bad things of 2011 we're ready for new atrocities in 2012
1: yes i'm i am fully expecting there to be many being that there are so many remakes coming out um next year already that they're doing but there are also good things and some remakes are not so bad i i am putting a lot of faith and hope and love into dark shadows which we'll be getting um but uh you know next week we're going to talk about the good stuff because believe it or not even after all the ire and and fire that you just heard there were some damn good stuff that came out of this year and um we'll go over all of that next week and and please call in uh enjoy go out with a bang with uh 2011 with us and um let's talk about the good stuff like say i don't know x-men first class i would say that's damn good wouldn't you rachel
2: Well, we'll see next week if I agree.
1: Oh, yes. We will debate, of course. Um, And it won't be about Gaga, I'm sure. But (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening to us bitch and moan about what sucked this year. And (laughs) we will catch you next week about the good stuff. And um, after that, it'll be a whole new year.
0: A kind you open and close within your eyes. I'll place the sky within your eyes. There's such a heart beating so fast in search of new dreams, a love that will last within your.